ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to today's episode of Uncaped Heroes. We are so glad that you've taken some time out of your day to sit back, relax, and meet yet another amazing individual from around the world, this beautifully ordinary person that does extraordinary things in the lives of others. My name is Stacey Johnston, honored to be here with you, and equally as honored to sit alongside my co-host, Cassie Holland. Cassie, how are you today? I am doing wonderful. It is Friday. My son had a, a jiu-jitsu match this weekend, so it's going to be a good weekend. How are you? I am well. Also looking forward to getting to go witness the jiu-jitsu match. It'll be a good weekend. Um, you know, I'm fabulous. I'm, I'm excited. Right at, we're, we've ended another week. We've had a fabulous week of getting to meet more amazing people from around the world, and we get to go again today. So I am just humbled that this is what I get to spend my day doing, meeting these amazing people from around the world, shedding this great light. And I think for 2023, my hope is that we can spread an undimmable light around the world in the face of all this darkness. What's your aspirations for 2023 in this podcast? Well, I mean, we're 400 episodes deep, so my goal is just to keep killing it. 400 is not even, doesn't even put a dent in how many amazing people there are, so. I like that. Let's just keep going. I love it. Well, let's get this show on the road today. We have a gentleman joining us today that we're very happy to meet and introduce to you guys. So, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, Mr. Daniel Barber, how are you today? I'm doing great. I, I'm doing great. I'm so delighted to get to be a part of this podcast. Um, so it was so good to uh, uh, run across you recently and to, and to find out that you're doing this amazing thing. It's 400 conversations with people and setting, um, sort of spreading wisdom and, and sharing uh, the, the amazing things that people are doing. And I think you're, you're right, Kathy, that there's just so many, so many of us out here that are doing amazing things. And everybody who's listening to this is, is amazing. So, you know, you can, you, you've got, You've got job security for as long as I can see into the future on this one. I like it. I'll take that job security all day long. Well, Daniel, how about <laughs> you kick this off? Tell us who is Daniel Barber, what do you do, why do you do that, and how can we connect with you? Well, um, I, I sort of have been through a very long and circuitous career in my life, and um, I was a social worker, and I was a I was a systems kind of analyst person and a quantitative statistician, and then I became a video producer, and then I got into music, and and now I am um, sort of taking all of those different um, parts of my experience of this amazing miraculous life and helping other people to connect with who they are and what their unique and precious gifts are uh, through a um, methodology that I've created to help people um, improvise on piano uh, as a way to, um, as a way to learn how to be creative and to be musical and to be authentic and to be who they are. So it's a, it's a, it's a kind of a crazy, um, unusual method. Um, but the, the reason that I do it is because, you know, we're all, I think, uh, I, I believe that we're all musical. That's, that's what we are. You know, we are, we are emanations of, of, uh, heartbeats and breaths 
and, um, you know, speaking and when, you know, we sing when we speak and when we walk, we're being rhythmic. Everything we do is rhythmic and, and everything we do is an expression of our energy and our heart and spirit. And that to me is what music is. And, uh, and so by stepping into our kind of innate, um, um, existential reality, um, it, that is musical. And so by expressing ourselves through piano or drums or guitar or our voice and singing and so on, you know, we're being who we are. And, um, and I just, I'm really delighted to get to help people to do that. Um, and, uh, so yeah, that's, that's kind of the, sh- hopefully that's a kind of a short enough answer to make <laughs> some sense. It is a short enough answer to make some sense. So tell me, Daniel, tell us, Daniel, how do people connect with your program? Is it for individuals? Is it for groups? Break it down first. Tell us how we connect with you. So the easiest way really is to just go to my website, which is danielbarber.com, and that's um, B-A-R-B-E-R, which if you could see me, um, I'm, I'm, I've got a shaved head, so I don't need a barber. So, <laughs> <laughs> But that's, that's it, danielbarber.com. And, uh, and, yeah, I work with individuals, um, and usually on piano I have a way to help people uh, learn how to improvise on the piano in all 12 keys in a way that I can show them in one hour. Uh, and so by the end of that hour, you can be literally improvising on the piano in any key. Um, as far as I know, I'm the only person on the planet that's doing it. <laughs> I, uh, I started teaching adults uh, on piano about 10 years ago, and along the way, it occurred to me after I had already started doing that, it's like, oh, I could show people how to play in any key using this particular kind of way of thinking about it. Uh, and, uh, and then I, you know, it's like, well, how long would it take to teach them that, you know? And, uh, and so I, I thought, well, um, you know, a week, it's like, no, easy. And then like a day, I was like, no, 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 easy. And I was like, okay, well, an hour, could I teach them in an hour? And I had to kind of run through it in my head. And I was like, wow, I could do this. I could teach people how to improvise on piano in any key in an hour. And so I've been doing that now for about eight years. And it's just super, super fun to see people who have, you know, some people who have played the piano all their lives and some people who have never played the piano, they all just kind of go, oh, my gosh, how did you think of this? This is really cool. And then it sort of opens up the piano keyboard to them. So it's... I love that. When I went to college, I went to college as a dance major. And as a ballet major, our minor was set up for us to be piano, okay, because ballerinas and piano, well, I'd never played the piano ever. Right, and I, uh-huh. I didn't know how to read music. I didn't know how to play the piano. And I had the most wonderful teacher that put his piano back to back to mine, and he taught me how to play by sound. As wow. Playing by re- and, and then I had the most wonderful time. My, I think my uh, piano concert that I did for my test was called The March of the Little Sea Twins. It had like 10 different chords in it. But I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> Learning how to play with him, it was so basic. But I get the concept. You know, life yeah. is a rhythm, and we are life. And when your rhythm gets off, things go awry. So keeping that yes. internal rhythm in check is so important. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. What a great story, Stacy. That's awesome. That's that's what that is. What I um, open to people is is to learn by sound. You know, we are naturally sound sonic people uh and uh and i love that you are a dancer and so you know by dancing you know that's just a that's a natural expression of of being human isn't it just to move our bodies and have fun absolutely and what i love that i love that you do that i I so can relate to that 
that practice. I think that's really cool. Cassie, where does that take you as a tap dancer at heart? Uh, well, I mean, I'm about the music. I'm about the beat, right? Teaching people to be part of the universal sound is that is really beautiful. Thank you for doing that. That's awesome. Thanks, Kathy. Um, have you have you played music in your life, uh, kind of um, in in various ways? I'm a dancer. I grew up in a dance studio. Ah. I've never played a musical instrument. And so, but you've danced. Mm-hmm. You're a, are you a you a tap dancer? I am a tap dancer. So Daniel, you, Kathy yeah. can, that, Daniel, Kathy can make music with her feet that is uh-huh. you can sing to. Yeah. She is a phenomenal tap dancer. Yeah, that's absolutely playing music. Absolutely. I, I, that is so cool. And so that's it, isn't it? It's like how much fun do you have when you're doing that? It's so fun. It's, it's just, it's like music. Mm-hmm. That is so yeah. great. That is so great. Yeah. Uh, that that uh, I that that is it's it's like it's like you said you're saying Stacy too is that 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 is that is who we are. That's what we are. And when we are in rhythm with ourselves, when we're in rhythm with our nature, uh, then things tend to go better, you know, in our lives. And when we get out of rhythm, you know, when we get kind of get cattywampus with things that are going on inside ourselves or with other people, then it can be really hard to move through life. And so that skill of being able to get back into sync with yourself is really, really, really helpful. Not just because it's fun, but because it really helps us to to live more in in the flow of life. Absolutely. Yeah. So let me ask you um, a different question. Throughout Mm -hmm the experiences that you've had and the different elements of teaching that you have been in, have you developed a definition for what you think a hero is? And if so, is there someone in your life that fits that definition? Uh, I think that is such a great question. Um, it really sort of it really such a great, a good question for so many reasons um and what strikes me kind of in the context of the way that you just asked that i think that a hero is someone who um works through their own uh dissonance and works through their own um um experiences of not being in the flow and, and works through those times in a way that they can um, connect with their authentic nature and be who they really are and really bring their authentic gifts to bear in the world. And so to me, a hero is someone who faces their own self-doubt and their own um, um, maybe self-judgment, maybe even self self loathing 
and works through that in a way that they can find who they really are so that they can bring those gifts of who they really are to, to others. That's beautiful. And is there somebody that you would define as your hero? Um, I knew that you were going to ask me that question because you told me before I got on this call that you were going to ask me that question. And so I was thinking about it, and I think that the best answer that I can come up with, at least in this moment, is both of your parents, like together. Like not necessarily either one of them, although I could say either of them, and um, for, for, for different kinds of reasons. But I think that, that my the best answer that I can come up with is to say it, it's both of them together. Because there is a way in which each of those people uh, went through their own stuff with each other. They were married, by the way, for like 76 years or something. They both passed now um, a few years ago, but um, dad was like 97 and mom was 99 um, when they passed. And uh, uh, mom stayed around another two or three years after dad passed. And um, so my first answer was she was my he like she would be like the number one because she really really lived her life with a lot of heart and a lot of passion and a lot of um, fierceness like to be who she is she or you know she was like really really fierce about being who she was and dad was too and they were really really different people and they both worked through their own stuff with each other in ways that by the time, you know, they were in their eighties and nineties, uh, they were really generally pretty beautiful together. And it was, uh, it was, uh, it will always be a, um, kind of a, um, um, a, I don't know, a plateau or a, not a plateau, a, uh, um, a height that I don't know that I will ever reach with another, another person because of what it took, you know, 70 years of what it takes. But, um, they really worked through their stuff and they were able to bring who they really were to the table of life and they made a huge difference in the world. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. You know, Dana, we've asked this question so many times, so many times, who's your hero? And we, when you hear the word hero, we get this preconceived notion that it's a superhero of some kind, right? Uh, a superhero that flies in that corner office, this super wealthy guy, that high-profile person. And what we've discovered is those heroes, 97% of the time, are mom, dad, my Sunday school teacher, the first person that gave me a job. The heroes mm-hmm. are so, so human. It's beautiful. To hear mm-hmm. the Congratulations on 78 years of marriage. I got 40 to go. I've made it to almost 39. So, <laughs> wow. I, I, got, I got 40 to go. <laughs> Oh, to, to I don't know. I think you're already. I think you're already here on that one. That's already. Yeah, you're already there. <laughs> that's awesome. I love it. I think that's that's a beautiful thing to to have as a as a life goal. You know, to meet that. That's cool. That's that's beautiful. Thank you. I love that. Yeah, so you. let me ask you another question. Through all these trials, right from a social worker to the the coaching piano guy that you are today, and all the things in between, you've learned a lot of lessons along the way. What's one of the last lessons that you've learned along the way that you'd like to share with us? What should we all know? Um, I think that the thing that it really kind of boils down to for me is, is that 
uh, whatever it is that you think, um, you know, no matter how big and grand um, and kind of seemingly all-encompassing, no matter what you think is not the whole story. And, uh, and that that is a really good thing. <laughs> it's, not, right. it's not just to, um, to tolerate or to sort of accept. It's like, oh, okay, I can't, you know, I can't know this and I can't know that. It's like, okay. You know, it's like not to just tolerate or accept. It's to really love that. It's to really love that we don't, we don't know things. And there's, that there's, a, a, there's a world that's bigger than what we can see or, or perceive or imagine even. Uh, and to really look at that and see that and experience that as a gift, as a huge gift that we're just given in this really sort of ultimately ludicrous life. It's kind of ludicrous that I can be this sort of bundle of cells over here that's talking on this little box to you, and there's you know you over there on the other side, whatever that means, and there's other people that are listening. <laughs> I mean, it's really ridiculous. It's kind of a it's a ludicrous miracle um, our our lives, and to really accept that and to just allow ourselves to relax into that and, and be grateful that we can breathe and connect somehow with each other and with our, with our own selves and, and to just enjoy this, this garden, you know, that we're, that we're a part of. Mm, beautiful lesson. We don't know. A ludicrous miracle. I love that. <laughs> I love that. So, yeah. one more question. If you had a one-liner of advice to put on a T-shirt, what would it be? So, um, can I give you two? <laughs> sure. <laughs> I can't decide between these two. Um, so, so one is from a theologian, um, Howard Thurman, and he said, don't ask what the world needs, ask what makes you come alive, because what the world needs is people who have come alive. Mm. I like that. And isn't that cool? It's yeah. like, that, that is just so, so liberating for me. It's like, what we, all we really need to pay attention to is like, how, what makes you come alive? Like, what makes you sing? What makes you tap dance, you know? Uh-huh. And go do that. Um, and, and, and share it and enjoy it and, and love it. Um, and uh, so that's, that's one. And then the other is um, don't take life so seriously because it's not permanent. <laughs> I really like that one too. Also Don't take life too seriously. <laughs> Truly a valid point. You know, and again, I'm going to go back to our numbers. 417 times we've asked this question. I have 417 completely different answers. Not one person has repeated someone else. Really? Yeah, it's just. The coolest thing ever. I have like this whole book of wisdom. It's the coolest thing. That is awesome. You ought to publish that. You know, we started that. We, we've got a book out that just came out in October called If a T-Shirt Could Talk. And we basically put all our names in a hat and drew 50 and put their T-shirt quote in. They're part of that interview and kind of their statement about it. It's just been out since October. If a T-shirt could talk, we'd love to have you check that out. But you're right. Yeah. There is so much wisdom we need to find a way to share. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That is so cool. 
you know, for a couple of years now, multiple years, we've used a, there's a formula, like what makes your heart sing? What Mm. makes your heart cry? And what do you dream about? Because if you can answer those three questions, your why is in there. Mm-hmm. Love that. Love that. What makes your heart sing? What makes your heart cry? And and, and what what do you what do you dream about? I love that. I I dream I dream of a world. I I have a, I dream of a world where we can have conversations like this and where everybody can appreciate that there's something that that other person over there has to share. That's why we do this podcast. Hmm. Right. If your idea is always the best idea at the table, you need to meet people at your table. (laughs) 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 That is awesome. That is awesome. (laughs) We are are adding seats to our table every day. That is so great. That is so great. Cassie, where do those two statements take you, my friend? (laughs) (laughs) I hear the giggle. We have 400 (laughs) down and like a lot billion more. Mm. A lot Mm. more spotlights to put on people because that is why we do it, right? There's not, we've talked, we've had guests from all over the world and talked about the fact that you know, I live in small town West Texas. The likelihood of me crossing paths with you or with, you know, 98% of our guests are mm. slim to none because they're all over the world, right? But because of this, I mm-hmm. get to shine that light on everyday people doing extraordinary things that might not otherwise have that chance at that spotlight. Mhm. 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 What a blessing! What a blessing to be where you are and to uh, and to get to connect with people all over. I mean, it's such, such an amazing thing. Oh, it's the coolest thing ever! I can sit in my living room and go to four different countries and not have to go to one airport. <laughs> it's yep. The coolest thing ever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think cool. I think the I think the birds kind of I think the birds and the plants and the trees kind of like that too. I think they're I think yeah. they're kind of cool with us, you know, kind of staying closer to home and and uh, not getting out and burning so much fuel and and spending so much time just going from one place to the other. I have recently found out that the, that the technology now is available um, so that you can actually play music in real time over the Internet with other people who are as far as 300 miles away. So mm-hmm. y'all could, like, literally get onto, um, get onto your computers and hook up a mic and get a guitar and, um, and play music with somebody in Lubbock or Abilene and um, um, and play together online. Yeah. It's very cool. Isn't we had a cool? dance like that one time. Really? When everybody, walked, yeah, everybody was locked down in the pandemic, and we thought, how do we get together? So we hired a DJ and opened a huge Zoom platform, and we just let everybody from wherever you want or in the country could come and dance. And just dance <laughs> in your living room. Turn the TV on and let's all dance together, because there's nothing else we can do that. 
We don't have to be in the same that, that is awesome. <laughs> that is awesome. Yeah. Well, anyway, sometimes you, you just got to reach have, outside uh, the box. Did you have a little disco ball on the on the video? No, no disco ball. We just we had a, we had a DJ in one spot, and then we had a gentleman in another spot that sang live for us from his car. Um, wow. And yeah, we just all danced together, and it played. It was fun. We had such a great time. <laughs> super cool. That the is world is actually cool. pretty the disco awesome. ball goes on the shopping list for the next one. Deal. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, it, it's true, isn't it? And, and, and you probably, I don't know, I wouldn't be at all surprised if you had people from maybe every continent on the, on the earth. They were all invited. Everybody we talked to said, come on, let's dance. We missed nothing else. We can dance together. Yeah. So it, was a, it was a great time. It was yeah. a lot of fun. And that, that really, that, that to me is like, it's so true, is that music really, music and dancing, that's universal. We all do that. Music is universal. There's not a culture. There's not a class. There's not a race. Music is universal. Rhythm is universal. Yeah. 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 Brings us yeah. all together. Yeah. It does. It does. Just ask anybody in any country in the world who Michael Jackson is, and you figure that out pretty quick. Right? <laughs> it, it is universal. <laughs> I, I, uh, it is universal. I, I, I have a friend who, uh, who is a, a folk musician and a, and a Baptist minister, actually, and uh, he he uh, told a story one time about going down to Cuba. Uh, maybe this has been like 10 years or so ago. And he was just in a park. He was just sitting out in a park with his guitar, and he started playing um, a couple of Beatles songs. And people kind of started coming up and listening to him and started singing uh, with him. And he said before long, uh, he just kept singing Beatles songs. And before long, he had a crowd of like 30 or 40, 50 people sitting around him in Cuba singing yeah. Beatles. Amen. Like they knew all the words. And they were singing with him. Yeah. <laughs> is, that, is that so cool? Isn't it? I love that. I, I think that's the coolest thing. Yeah, I love stuff like that. Well, I had a great time having this conversation. And I could continue to have it all day, Daniel. You're a blast. But with respect to you, our guest, and with respect to our audience, we are going to have to find that place to wind down. So I would like to start by saying thank you, Daniel, for joining us today, for your transparency, for your willing to just come on and have a candid conversation with us. Thank you for what you do and the hero that you are to probably more people in a day than you recognize. So mm. thank you for the space that you provide. I'm mm. honored that we had a chance to meet you today, and I got to meet you the other day. What fun we had. Kath. I would love to turn the stage over to you for a moment. How would you like to close our show on your side today? Well, first off, thank you very much for being with us. It's very nice to meet you. Um, hmm. I think what you thank did you. was awesome. I would like to leave our audience with a count. Right, we've been talking this whole time about getting your rhythm, right? Everybody is part of the universal sound. Everybody has a beat. So, my challenge for our audience today is dance. When you're doing the dishes, when you're driving, when you're, you know, whatever. Take a few minutes. Just dance. You'll feel better. I like it. I hope they're dancing all over the world. I hope they're dancing everywhere. Daniel, we would be honored if you'd take the stage for us and close out our show. Give us the last 90 seconds. How would you like to leave our audience today? 
<sighs> well, first of all, thank you, Stacy and Kathy, for such a fantastic conversation. This has been really fun. Um, I just enjoyed this like crazy. It's really cool. I'd love to continue to be in touch. Um, and, uh, and yeah, I, I would just encourage what, what Kathy was saying, pay attention to the sounds around you, pay attention to the sounds within you, um, listen. Um, I have what I call the, 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 I'll share with what I call the Holy Trinity of improv, um, which is to listen carefully, uh, and feel deeply and play it out and then listen again. And then feel again and play again and then come back around and just keep listening and keep feeling and keep playing. Uh, and in that way, we can maybe have a little bit more of a, an appreciation for the miracle that, that each of us are and, uh, and we can share each of our unique and precious gifts with others.